Hello and welcome to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Don Hibbard. And I'm Devin Saylor. And each week we bring you conservation topics and events from around the Endless Mountains. Well, it's hard to believe it's already October and uh, the leaves are well on their way to peak colors, I think. Probably the some of the best that I've seen in years. Yeah, absolutely. And um, some people have already had the first frost around the county and uh, it's probably time to start thinking about preparing for winter uh the animals are probably already doing that as well and this month we're focusing on an animal that has its own month that's right it's bat appreciation month this week we're going to take a closer look at the little brown bat so let's jump right in and i just wanted to describe the little brown bat first um you're probably familiar with the little brown bat but if you're not Let's go with a short description. So they typically weigh, they say, between five and nine grams. So they're super light. Uh, they're about three to four and a half inches long. Uh, they have a wingspan of eight to nine inches. Now for fur coloration, it's kind of variable. It actually is a pale yellow or olive all the way to a blackish color. Anywhere in between. Ears and flight membranes are actually dark brown, though. What actually do they eat? Uh, so they like to snack on different insects like gnats, flies, moths, wasps, beetles, grasshoppers, mosquitoes, and sometimes even spiders. So anything that we really don't like, they tend to take care of for us. They actually use echolocation to locate their food. So if you don't know what echolocation is, it's a high-frequency sound that bats send out and it bumps against an object and comes back to the bats. It gives them an idea of where their food is and they're able to locate it. Yeah, it's actually just last night I was in YouTube just trying to catch up on some information on bats and uh, actually played a video that makes the sound of the echolocation. Oh, that's cool. It almost sounds like a video game. It's like... <laughs> That's, that's the sound that they make. So amplified, of course. But yeah. uh, my daughter found that pretty funny. She's like, are you playing a video game? <laughs> I'm like, nope. It's echolocation. So, uh, so I'm going to cover actually where they live. Turns out they live at anywhere on sea level, all the way up to 7,500 feet. Um, as far as anywhere in North America, they mentioned that they, they're found even all the way up to Alaska and Canada out through uh, the United States all the way to the higher elevations of Mexico. So that's a pretty good range. And uh, they're habitat generalists, so they use a broad range of ecosystems. Yeah, if they are actually really good like indicators for environmental issues, they're really sensitive to environmental changes. If anything from like habitat fragmentation, agricultural infestation, and landscape changes, they are, you can really tell by their population if something's going on. So like the canary in the coal mine almost, mm -hmm. yeah. As far as life history is concerned, um, let's talk just a little bit about mating. So they mate anywhere between August and October. So right now, thing, things are still happening. There's this really cool uh, perspective of ovulation and fertilization. Actually, um, when the mating goes on, they actually hold on to the egg uh, until uh, springtime so it's kind of crazy and the pups are born in the spring so gestation lasts 50 to 60 days females give birth to a single pup um, and so that's why 
their population fluctuates so much. Um, it's not like a, a typical dog litter, you know, six or seven pups are born, just one. So, and they have to usually wait to the second year. Well, sometimes in the first year they're born, but um, usually it takes uh, about two years before uh, a female gets pregnant and has a pup. So um, normally the bats hang their heads down. Females give birth in reverse positions. Um, so their heads up and they catch the newborn pup with their tail. So that's kind of cool. The young are weaned and they actually become capable of flying on their own within about three weeks. And that's fast. Uh, yeah, it is. Um, good luck to you, youngin. <laughs> uh, the lifespan is generally 10 years. Uh, there are records of somewhere around 30 years. It's hard to determine, you know, if you're looking in the wild per se, but. All right, so I think there's a, a topic that I think everybody knows about at this point, the white nose syndrome. Um, so what did you find out about that? So white nose syndrome is a disease caused by an invasive fungus that actually thrives in the cold. It begins growing on the bat's skin, primarily their nose, and it causes irritation. Uh, the irritation ends up waking the bats up from their hibernation during the cold months when there's not a lot of food sources out there for them. And with them coming out of hibernation, it can result in starvation, dehydration, and more often than not, they end up dying from it. The first cases were documented in 2006 in New York and has since spread to 35 U.S. states and 7 Canadian provinces. It's been confirmed in 12 North American bat species, including our friend the little brown bat that we're talking about today. And unfortunately, there is currently no cure for it, but the scientists are studying worldwide trying to figure out how they can try and control it so i did just to add to that i did find an article it was um, a biologist out of vermont who's actually looked at the population decline and followed it uh, through all the stages and did mention that they found some genetic variability so like there's a a 90 percent decline in the overall population however that 10 percent that survived they did find some genetic variability and um, they think that the population is starting to stabilize. So I don't know if you've seen it outside this summer. I actually saw more than one. Um, I saw quite a few this summer. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully that means or hopefully that translates to uh, an upswing in the population again. Yeah. Um, hopefully some good news cross your fingers. Uh, I have a couple fun facts related to the little brown bat that we can go through. All right. We love our fun facts on this show. <laughs> um, so they actually, every night that they go out to feed, they have to eat about half their body weight in food every night to s avoid starvation. And moms that had just had a pup recently, they actually have to eat even more than their own body weight to keep up with like lactation and everything to feed their pups. They have to eat a lot. <laughs> yeah. I feel like my 13-year-old son is that way. <laughs> <laughs> eat about half of his body weight every day. Does he also sleep about 20 hours a day if you let him? <laughs> He'd probably like to. <laughs> um, then they also like how fast they fly is pretty remarkable sometimes. They can fly anywhere between 3.7 miles per hour and 21 miles per hour with their wings moving about 15 strokes a second. Wow. Reminds me a lot of a hummingbird. <laughs> yeah, really. All right, well, um, I think that provided quite a bit of information on little brown bats. Uh, and like I said, we'll be talking about some other species as well this month. I think we want to wrap it up. You found a joke. Yes. So what's a bat's favorite holiday? 
I have no idea. Thanksgiving. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's almost a dad joke. <laughs> All right. Well, if you have any questions related to our shows, you can contact the Conservation District by calling 570-782-2105. If you missed a portion of today's show, you can go to our website, www.suscondistrict.org. You can find our Conservation Corner page with past episodes, links to information about past episodes, and a contact form where you can reach out and you can ask questions or you can make comments about the show. You've been listening to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Devin Saylor. And I'm Don Hibbert saying enjoy the outdoors. <laughs>